Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, suckers and losers. What? This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. Brian, my God, you started off so sharp and so cutting. Uh, I... Okay, so I, like, have really sort of not followed a lot of, like, Trump stuff lately. This, I mean, maybe people won't agree with me, but this, I think, is just hilarious, this whole controversy. Oh, this new thing where he said that everyone who died in a war is a loser? <laughs> in World War One specifically. <laughs> and then, Really? Yeah, and then all of these, like, Republican, like, Lincoln Project, like, people are like, how dare you, sir, insult the memory of World War One veterans. And I'm like, well, I, after, it is crazy. It is, I mean, it's, it's totally crazy that a president would do this. But like after four years of, you know, the economy being in shambles and now like COVID's killing a thousand people a day and like cops are shooting black people in the street. And, and then this is what like really gets your goat. I, I'm just like, I can't deal with it. I mean, I think that whoever like joe biden like hired to dig this up and plant it in the atlantic <laughs> um did an incredible job because the we thought that this would be like the grab them by the pussy tape would be enough to sink the trump campaign it clearly wasn't even close but um maybe this where like these people are like have think that like patriotism is like the greatest quality a human being can have and only republicans are capable of having it so like maybe this will like turn some of them off from him yeah, there's but... this, i'm sure there's a small percentage of like you know republicans that really uh are offended by this so yeah well, I think it... a lot of people and there are like a lot of military families in this country and like a totally. lot of people have like veterans and have lost people in these wars so. absolutely which is horrible and i i don't mean to diminish that and like 
you know. And like for the president to say that is like so deeply hurtful and offensive because like these people have like given their lives for this country and the president like at the very least is supposed to like honor the memory of fallen soldiers for their own country. Like the very like if you do nothing else as a president like that is like the one thing you should do. Um, I guess it's just so unsurprising to me that he would say that, that I can't, um, I can't imagine at this point being surprised by it, but I guess maybe there are people that are. I was surprised just because I knew that he said that stuff about um, John McCain, which I thought was him just being like, especially ruthless because I know that he'll say anything about his like enemies real or perceived because he's like, so defensive so I was like uh, he's just being like especially cruel about John McCain but then to find out that he actually believes that like he actually believes that people who are killed in wars are losers and people who are captured by the enemy are like losers of course he does insane opinion to have it's yeah I mean he he's psychotic like clearly uh it's like the most sociopathic thing you can possibly think to like truly not get it and it just like it's it shows that like okay, here is more proof, which won't change your stupid mind, that he genuinely doesn't give a shit about sacrifice or patriotism or this country or whatever the fuck bullshit he's selling. He doesn't care. He only cares about himself. Yeah, I guess, I mean, to me, like his base also feels that way. So I don't, I mean, I'm sure there are like Republicans that will maybe change their mind because of this, but for the most part it's like if you don't know who this guy is by now and you're still supporting him like i don't yeah i don't know what to tell you i don't get it they think that he's standing up for them that he cares about them yeah i mean i don't know i guess a lot of it is like QAnon stuff or but i think i don't actually think a lot of his base really thinks that he's standing up for them i think they're so angry at this country for a lot of good reasons and then a lot of not so good reasons but like their anger is such that they just like to see him you know blow everything down and just um destroy the country and that gives them happiness that's very possible that some of them just want to see the country destroyed because they're so miserable and yeah and i i mean i understand that more than actually thinking that he is like helping the country or like that he's gonna like get your you know factory job back or whatever yeah i really don't know hopefully joe biden wins if not i'm preparing um an exit strategy Sure. i mean you got that dual citizenship (laughs) so sweet sweet dual citizenship although the other country i can claim citizenship in is uh also run by an idiot but oh that's true it's slightly less horrible than here slightly Uh, less horrible i believe no guns at least yeah well if you do that then maybe we need to like incorporate goop yourself and then i can get a work visa and then i can join you over there yeah i mean i'll try to i'll do like chain migration with like every single person (laughs) i know every link can come on over (laughs) um i could probably stand living in the uk i know john would like it he likes the the cloudy weather nice and cold yeah he's got that irish complexion for sure um, we'll think about it. Thanks for offering. You're welcome. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, unless they like hear this podcast and like say I can't come because I was I insulted what's his name? Oh, Boris. Boris. But I don't think so. I don't um, think he's listening. I just I would 
it would be a relief just to have to deal with like another psychotic person rather than the one that we're, I don't know if it would be any better, but for some reason it would, it would just be like, fresh. it's sort of like when a new season of Real Housewives comes on, you're like, oh, this is a new group of people that I can Yeah, who's about. the new, ener- yeah, get rid of Dorinda, bring on somebody else. Um, we talked about Dorinda already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, like, we, we should about- not do so much Real Housewives every week. Okay, okay. We won't, we won't. Although, because we did have like a very lengthy conversation about reality TV before we started. Yeah, we got it out of our we system. We got it out of our system. Uh, there were a couple interesting Gwyneth articles this week, which I was sort of surprised about. Did you okay, read any tell- of them? No, tell me everything. Um, so every week before you know we start recording, I just Google Gwyneth Paltrow and click on news and see what comes up. The first series of articles this week were all to the effect of um, Gwyneth Paltrow made staff smell her vagina when making her candle. I don't. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. So this. Well, it doesn't make any sense. No. Because the candle doesn't smell like a Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. And also, once again, this is a signature. This is whatever we all this is a heretic candle exactly goop did not goop exclusive but it's a heretic candle yeah i mean maybe gwyneth had like a little say in figuring out what type of smell it was but yeah she didn't design it like this is all done by heretic and also i'm sorry goop is a crazy company in a lot of respects but like that is a clear uh i mean sexual harassment 101 right for your boss to make you smell your vagina I'm just reading this. I do. I truly don't believe it. I, maybe I'm just like, I don't know. No, I, maybe I, I, I'm like the QAnon of the GAnon, but I just think this is fake news. Absolutely. I mean, the the person who's quoted says this this person named Sean Kearney, who I don't even know if they work at Goop. It's unclear what position this person holds. They apparently told Closer, which I think is one of those magazines for old people. It's like the ones with, um, you know, like Olivia de Havilland on the cover. And that is in the the pharmacy rather than like the checkout line. Uh, He says, for the Goop team, smelling Gwyneth's vagina became just another day at the office. She's the ultimate embodiment of the brand. And that means ensuring its authenticity with the products. So I I think this was just sort of a doesn't fucking smell like vagina. No. It doesn't. It's like smells like flowers. I could see Goop planting this article just to get, you know, a round of media coverage like they're apt to do. But uh, yeah, yeah, this this seems like fake news for sure. Fake news. Um, Don't buy it for a second. The other. A big thing this oh week God. was Samantha B. She had a segment on Goop on her quote unquote show, uh-huh. uh, which it just goes, it's so tired at this point. She goes over the same shit that everyone does about pseudoscience and, uh, you know, jade eggs, vaginal steaming. It's like the same old hits. And there's nothing even topical about it now. I, it just seemed so beside the point and so out of date and i think also 
What do you, I mean, what do you think about Samantha B? Well, I'm just looking at the still and like, I'm sorry, but her look is such a like TJ Maxx version of Gwyneth's look. Like there's like a picture of Samantha B and like her hair is like, she straightened it. Like her hair looks like my hair when I straighten it, which is like <laughs> the best I can do. But I mean, come on. And like, she's obviously wearing like a very Gwyneth color, like baby pink with like a yeah. black, like a weird black, like V-neck thing under it. And, and, and maybe that's like, on purpose. Well, it shouldn't be like, why would you do that? Like she is, I, I just don't like it when people come for Gwyneth and Goop and like, they just don't even acknowledge that like they're, they like owe Gwyneth Paltrow something. <laughs> well, I- but also just like I, the, the idea of criticizing Goop is just, yeah, like you said, so tired, so boring so uninspired i mean i guess you know keep going if you really have a huge problem with it but there's we've like sort of reached a consensus on goop like it has it has gone beyond this type of criticism there's like more um uh complex criticism of goop as a brand out there absolutely and we're the only ones providing that complex criticism well us and tappy brought us her acne who i had to mute on twitter i i love her journalism i think she's a great writer but she is i guess i should just unfollow her she doesn't follow me there's no reason to mute her um (laughs) she's bad on twitter she's such a dork what's her why is she bad she the well okay this yesterday or two days ago she posted this thing like i've lived in new york my whole life and i've never even seen cocaine like has anyone at, is this even is cocaine even real oh, like who's even seen that you know what i did see that and i also thought it was one of the stupidest things i ever re- i mean it was like i was like cringing for her when i saw that like you're a loser <laughs> yeah like that's the clearly the answer if you lived in new york and like you've never done cocaine and you've never had friends that or like or people are doing it around you and like don't offer it to you like don't tell on yourself like that like you should be embarrassed about that yeah don't share that publicly is Uh, cocaine real i've never seen it i mean i just yeah like i can't that's true that's a very that's very challenging to get on board with that opinion it's yeah and then all these like sort of like blue check dorky media people like chimed in and like no i i don't know it um i guess part of me wanted to like bully people like that but then they're also to be honest like it's like a little insecure because you're like oh these people are like very successful and maybe part of that is because like they didn't spend their 20s doing cocaine well i know very successful people who spent their teens and 20s doing a lot of cocaine it has nothing to do with cocaine it just has to do with like what you're a lot of people are successful because they did a lot of cocaine so i don't think that's necessarily true but um uh i think there's like a brand of person that is like a stuck up goody two shoes who's like scandalized by like if i'm sorry you like you live in a a big city this is not scandalous this is like normal behavior it's just like it's just like i'm never i'm never impressed when people are like act like or like try a drug and then they're like oh my god am i a drug person now or Mm. like if people are like i don't even know what that drug is like 
I like, what do you want to fucking meddle? You stupid goody two shoes. Yeah. You, you're like well-adjusted and don't have addiction issues. They're like, sorry. Well they're yeah. losers, but yeah. they're just like, they, and if they were actually well-adjusted, they wouldn't talk about not knowing what drugs are on Twitter. And also they just like are like less experienced. Sure. Not that yeah. you should do drugs. I'm not saying do drugs. Drugs are bad and you shouldn't do drugs. And I don't really think people are successful. No, I think, yeah, I think drugs are. They're on, cocaine won't make you successful or not make you successful is my point. It has nothing to do with the success. Exactly. One way or the other. If you're, if you're, like if you're the type of person that like has a lot of creative energy to burn, cocaine maybe will help you like spit out some stuff quicker but it's not gonna like give you any good ideas if you didn't already have them at the end of the day it's like a destructive force and like no drug is like actually good for you unless it's like prescribed by a medical doctor but like the idea is just like i don't think anyone who like i don't think anyone should be like oh i didn't do well at this because of drugs or i did do well at this because of drugs i just think that like the fact that taffy never did drugs isn't like the reason that she's got all of this success because we know that there are a lot of successful people that have done drugs absolutely um yeah i don't know that it's just like that dorkiness i i don't have any time for it i yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so sam b she's sam b also seems like the type of person um she just i guess i just hate late night comedy (laughs) yeah in general I don't like any of these shows, but she especially, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to sound like misogynistic, but um, her voice is really obnoxious to me. I yeah, don't know how else I to say it. Men say that. I never feel that way, but yeah. I don't have any, like women's voices don't irritate me. I mean, most women's voices don't. I like mostly listen to women, both talking to me and singing at me when I listen to music. Like it's, I don't, I really, I mean, I'm, trying to be as objective as possible. I don't think it comes from a place of misogyny. Maybe it does, but uh, I mean, everything I say now is going to sound horrible. I'm like, she sounds like a teacher lecturing me. I mean, that's what my dad always said about Elizabeth Warren. I don't know. I feel like I, I actually like Samantha B. I think that she's pretty funny. I like her show. I just uh, like, will always get defensive about Gwyneth Paltrow, but um I think she's funny and whatever. I just like, I just think like a takedown of Gwyneth Paltrow about of Goop or whatever is just like so boring. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, these people have hard jobs. They have to create all this. Well, I guess Sam B's shows only once a week. It's not like they're doing it every night. Um, and isn't there like, aren't more going on right now than you'd think. Gwyneth Paltrow? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know for her audience. Also like, Sorry, you're on TBS. Like the whole Turner empire is crumbling. Like Warner Brothers doesn't give a shit about them. Oh, really? It's all going to be HBO Max and that's it. Yeah, they stopped. I mean, this is inside baseball, but they basically stopped developing anything at TNT or TBS. Oh, they did? Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it's not our fault. We never got that second meeting. (laughs) Wait, did we have a meeting at TBS? Uh, We had at a place that a production company that like had a deal with them a long time ago. Okay, I see. I'll tell you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know which yeah, one it was. I'm so stupid. <laughs> I'm like the worst business partner. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, it's not important. Okay. Anything else? No, not, I don't think so. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I got my, I get my CSA thing like on Fridays now, basically 10 minutes before we start recording. 
And I think the CSA guy is friends with Elise Lunen. Why? So they've been... Did they poison your food? They, yeah, we'll see. I haven't eaten any of it yet. Okay. Uh, they have been featured in Goop, Flamingo Escape. So that's the first clue. And he okay. writes he writes this little newsletter every week. And this okay. week he Perfect. says, um, this is the third paragraph. Also, my amazing friend Elise recently <laughs> introduced me to a renowned medium and psychic. Okay. Uh, and then, And then he talks about the experience with the psychic. But I'm like, who? Okay, this guy's a CSA owner and a surfer dude. He's been in Goop. Yeah. And he has a friend named Elise who recommended a psychic. I mean, these are. Sounds aren't, like Elise to me. Yeah. Yeah. These aren't hard clues to put together, but. Well, I don't know. I mean, remember when, um, when um, Ryan Murphy thanked Gwyneth at the Emmys and we were like, oh my God. And then it turned out that he had like a producer who was named Gwyneth. He's like the second person anyone's ever heard of named Gwyneth. It is so weird. Cause on, he, yeah, I think she's uh, a direct, she's one, one of his directors. So like on the politician, it'll say, you know, directed by Gwyneth something, something. And it, it is uh, jarring to read another. Two Gwyneths. Do you think there would be more? That's a classy production. Absolutely. I wonder if the if you name... have like Gwyneth P and Gwyneth B or whatever. <laughs> like that's pretty fancy. Uh, I bet the other Gwyneth has to go by like her last name or some weird nickname when they're on set together. Yeah. Luckily, I bet you they don't see each other that much because. No, because Gwyneth, Gwyneth P is not shooting that show too often. Did all of her scenes from home? I think in the second season, at least. <laughs> Good for her. I love her. Shall we move on to the old newsletters? Let's do it. What was your best of the week? Um, okay, let me see. Let me pull this up. Okay, so I really thought that this was a strong Gerda week. She is making two appearances on my list. And the first is my best where Gerda came down on the side of soy. I feel like I always want someone or someone was just like, soy, what the fuck? And she's like, it's good for you. Eat soy. She's like, don't have every single meal be soy. But if you're eating it once or twice a day, that's fine. That's actually good. It's nutritious. It's healthy. It's good. Uh, yeah. I mean, once or twice a day sounds like a lot to me. But well, but I have like a fear of soy a little bit. Which, yeah, Gerda explains is totally irrational. And I think it comes, I mean, it does, doesn't it come from, talk about misogyny, doesn't the fear of soy come from sort of like a misogynist place? Well, it comes from the idea of like, you don't want your body to overproduce estrogen. You don't want your body to overproduce anything. But like, if you have like, if your body overproduces estrogen, I think there's like a link between that and breast cancer, like certain types of cancers. Sure. So I think people are like afraid that if they eat too much soy, because there's like estrogen in it, that they're going to like get, like women are afraid that they're going to have too much estrogen and get some sort of cancer. Um, But that's not how it works. Like you don't produce more estrogen because you eat soy. And she talks a little bit about GMOs and she comes down in the sort of, she doesn't really make a pronouncement one way or the other whether GMOs are bad for you. She says there's no evidence that they are, but if you are concerned, then just get non-GMO or organic soy. Yeah. Uh, she also, is this the one where she admits to like doing years of animal testing? 
Oh, did she? Yeah. Um, let's see. Gerda. That. Oh, maybe that was the other Gerda article. The other should... Gerda article was also in my on my list, but I guess I was just like reading about like what kind of product she used, and I didn't get to the animal testing thing. Now I can't find it, but I swear on one of these articles, she did say she regrets doing like decades of animal testing. Gerda, which I mean, I'm disappointed. Well, at least she regrets it. She she was a scientist, and I think that was sort of. I mean, I think that's still like par for the course with researchers to do animal testing. I think so, yeah. Um, So my best was, I just grouped both Gerda articles together in my best. And I was just like, this is a great coming out week for Gerda. Well, we both had the same thought about Gerda. Yeah, I I just think like she, because she's on the newer side. She was hired by Goop. I don't know, less less than two years ago, I think. And she doesn't live in LA. She lives in the Bay Area. So she works remotely. She always seemed a little not in the, like the in crowd of, you yeah, know. Yeah, she's not she, as like, yeah, she's not as inside goop. And she, yeah. she doesn't come from the beauty or the fashion world. She comes from the science world. And I just think now she really has like climbed the ladder and become a mainstay of the Goop newsletter every week. Well, now that she's, yeah, I mean, like now you're right. This was a coming out for her. uh, And so the other article that is all about Gerda, it's, um, I guess this new feature that they've done a few times now that starts with the prompt, hello, my age is, and then you say your age, and then it's like a little interview with you. So Gerda is 65, which- And she looks great. I mean, shockingly, I mean, not shock because a lot of six, like 65 isn't that old and like a lot of 65 year old women look beautiful, but like, it, yeah, it, it was, it's crazy. Um, and she claim, she doesn't like when people say you look young for your age. Cause she's like, I'm proud of my age, which I think is a great way to think of it. Um, but then she, she talks about, you know, why she looks so good. So it's a lot of goop products. Uh, it is a lot of goop products. You know, too. diet, exercise, Madame Ovary, goop jeans, skincare, blah, blah, blah. Um, exfoliation, sleep. She sleeps eight to nine hours a day, which is my dream. I wish I could yeah, sleep. It's mine like, too. Oh my God. Uh, I don't mine know how too. anyone does that. And then, uh, yeah, love the age you are. Yes, everybody needs to love the age they are. Here's the line I was looking for. It's the very end of this article. Because um, she's talking about how age gives her wisdom and she's less insecure and less self-centered than she used to be. So she says, when I think about the awful things I did to animals in the name of scientific research, I shudder. In my 20s, it seemed fine to do what all the other scientists were doing. That's why they recruit boys to be soldiers. Age brings perspective. Oh my God. So she basically called our troops suckers and losers. Yeah, but what a great insight. Really is. Good for her for taking accountability and apologizing for her actions. I'm I mean, on it's board. Like, like anything, you're, you, you're doing something because everyone else in a professional setting is doing it and you feel like it's part of your job. I, yeah, I don't know how long it would take to get desensitized to testing on animals. I, I don't, I'm not like a, I mean, I have empathy, 
but I'm not like a huge animal rights person. I eat animals, but I cannot imagine myself being able to hurt animals like that. No, me neither. I could never, like, I don't know if I could kill like a cow to eat it. I think about it all the time. I probably could. If I was starving to death. Yeah, I could. Uh, but it would be, it would be tough. And I would eat a lot less meat if I had to kill my own food, which is something to think about. Yeah. I saw a beautiful big coyote last night um, running down uh, Brunswick Avenue in Atwater Village. And we saw each other and then he crossed the street and I kept going. So I was, I was the alpha in this interaction. Wow. What a beautiful moment in time. But um, I mean, he was gorgeous. He was just, he was a big coyote just scampering along looking for food. I, I, I don't know. That's one of the things I love about living in LA is all the, the nature that you see around you. All the coyotes. Yeah. I hate them. I'm scared of coyotes and I think they're going to kill my dog, but. Oh, they will try for sure. Yeah. Uh, do you, you don't really walk B, BB late at night though, do you? No, I just walk him in the morning. Brian walks him at night. And there's, I don't think there's coyotes in your neighborhood. Oh yeah. Oh. There's coyotes everywhere. Oh, yeah. I guess I they'll mean, come down from I've the park. Coyotes come down. I mean, we live pretty close to Griffith. That's true. Um, but not so much, but when I was growing up, there were a ton of coyotes and deer in my neighborhood where I grew up. Um, but I have never been like, I mean, I don't want to go and kill them all or anything, but I'm not particularly pro coyote. (laughs) Let's just, no, I mean, if I, yeah, if I let my cats outside, I would probably feel a lot differently about coyotes. Uh, but they are, I mean, they are just wild dogs who live here. Are they native? They're, I guess they're native to this part of the I country. I guess, yeah. I don't, they weren't like, they're not like dingoes that were brought by settlers and like left to go feral. I don't think so. I don't know. I really don't know the history of yeah, the coyote, but I do think that they're native. Wow. They're not like, um, horses are not native. Yeah. Cows. Cows no. are not um but coyotes i don't know a uh, good question to pose to all of our uh biologist and anthropologist listeners i'm sure someone will tell us um so yeah that my my best was just sort of the double double dose of gerda yeah so my my gerda goes in best and try for the for the skincare routine so we're both like pretty excited about the gerda um content this week for my worst, unfortunately, you know, I talked about how quickly the buckthorn oil came. Mm. I ordered it. It was there within, I think within a week, but I have to be honest because as we know, I ordered that Y shaped necklace. (gasps) Yeah. And it still hasn't arrived. And I ordered that on August 14th. So so I must say that I know that it got held up because of the weather. So that was like not their fault. Like there's the a weather? hurricane. Oh. Because it was on the East Coast. Got it. So that wasn't their fault. They also told me that it wouldn't ship for a couple of weeks for some reason. So that was a problem. I really don't know why this was like such a big deal getting this necklace to me. I don't care. I'm not like, I need this now. I mean, it was kind of a bought it on a whim it's not the type of thing I normally just like buy myself but I just had been like wanting a 
I'd been wanting like a more like substantial gold like chain that's not like too thin. Is there a tracking number? Do you know how far away it is? It's supposed to come today. Okay. It's supposed to come today. So I'm just saying there, they, I don't think that they like, I just want to say, you know, we were like, okay, goop has completely changed. And you know, now like all of our orders get here really quickly. And I just want to say there's still like a little bit of the old goop with some of the shipping, although part of it was weather, part of it was COVID. They told me that it was going to be late. So I'm not like appalled. I just have to say, you know, give a comprehensive overview of Goop's shipping. You get used to a certain level of service. Uh, and exactly. when that level of service is not as consistent as it should be, you get disappointed. That's completely natural. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with it. I just am like, I no. just... I just have to be honest about the goop shipping. We talk uh, about. I mean, all that's time. why Jeff Bezos is a two hundred billionaire because this shit doesn't happen with Amazon. The consistency. Now, is this is this sent through USPS or is it? This is being sent through FedEx. FedEx. So yeah, they don't even have to deal with uh, the the cuts or whatever. No. Um, this seems like it's on goop, but hopefully it'll come today and then. Yeah, hopefully it's coming today, and then I'll wear it next week when we record again. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my worst was just sort of a general disappointment and frustration at the amount of supported by science articles there are, specifically this week, but in general, there are so many now, and they're the most boring Goop articles. I can never get through any of them. Uh, so this week there was two, there was, how do we prevent the next pandemic? And they mm -hmm. talked to a bunch of fucking scientists. Which is like, who cares? Like, sorry, not our job. Like that's are, are they the government's job. Are they going to that one and fucking goop? Like we're <laughs> yeah. in the middle of a really bad one. Like, I don't need you to be like looking ahead at the coming pandemics, like enough. And I don't need to think about it. Like, this is something so my above job. my pay grade that like, why do I, I, yeah, I have no use for this information. And they're not going to, they don't know what they're talking about no. either. Uh, and the other one is understanding gut-based immunity, which I'm sick of all of it. I'm sick of no more gut. talking about my gut, talking about the, the relationship the gut has with the immune system. I'm, I can't deal with that anymore. No. And I miss the days when the norm on these goop articles was speculative but promising are now their new version of that hypothesis and emerging research mm -hmm. these are the articles i like i also love an ancient modality i love uh what is it like just for kicks or whatever just for fun just for but fun don't forget don't forget brian supported by science does not actually mean supported by science it just means that there is some aspect of it that may or may not be supported by someone who claims to be a scientist true so to me this is almost the worst of both worlds because it is long and boring and still probably doesn't teach me any useful information. Correct. So I say, get it's rid of it. the worst of all. Uh, I realize this is Gerda's job being the house scientist in Goop, but I say, Gerda, we love your skincare routine. We love your memoiristic, you know, tendencies. We love learning about you. I don't need you I don't need you to be a scientist, to me at least. Hop in, tell us soy is fine. Mm -hmm. Give us a couple of 
skincare recommendations, pop out. It's all you need to do. Honestly, every article in Goop should either be in the format of an advice column or a list or every once in a while a personal essay, but no more than once a month. And it needs to be like really short and like really good. Exactly. But these- And like really problematic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I would be reading Scientific American or whatever if I cared about this shit and I don't. Yeah. Like no one is coming to you bitches for science and you know it. Nope. Yeah. As soon as I see that Adam icon on an article, I just glaze over. I get a cold. My blood runs cold. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What was your craziest or saddest? My craziest, saddest, just sort of like made me mad. There was a fun adjacent article called um, like the first thing I bought at Google. Whoa, we're mental twins this week. Oh, are we? Yeah, because this is mine as well. So I was going through it and I was like kind of excited because a lot of them were things that I bought from Goop and I was like, yeah, like I have that lip gloss or I have this, you know, supplement or like the cheap little things that you might get yourself from Goop. If you read it a lot and you're kind of like, oh, why not? I'll just get this, you know? Yeah. And then came an entry from a person whose name unfortunately I don't have in front of me but her job was the assistant junior creative copywriter which just so you know is probably not a very high level high paying job at Goop like it's not like that's an entry level position like you have to have some experience but like that's not like the fucking CEO like she's not like on the top of the food chain the first thing this woman purchased when she came to goop was a $2,300 ring that she saw at a trunk show at the Brentwood lab store so that means just like when I think about how people get jobs and like how so many people need to come into environments like this with like like fully funded already and like already rich because they had to have like not just worked for free and gone to like an elite university but also be able to afford the lifestyle that when you're joining a group like this you uh you fit in aesthetically which is really important to them and that costs a lot of money as well so like just like how fully funded you have to be to even come to a job like this that you could be have a junior creative copywriter position and you're you're like on a whim at work gonna buy something that costs over two thousand dollars and just sort of be like i know i'm so extra just made me so mad it's sick and it's yeah it's indicative of this whole system that we've talked about before of you know media jobs and elite institutions uh i would be and i didn't even catch this because i was i think i had sort of glazed over on this article by this point but i would be so embarrassed to relate this like to say this story publicly right i would lie i would be like oh i got some goop glow yeah i got like a chapstick or something i mean at least she does say oh i was itching to use my goop discount um but no i mean (laughs) just having a goop discount on that how how much what is it 30 percent at most probably 
whatever, even if it was 50%, it wouldn't be enough. It would still be over a thousand dollars. Because this junior creative copywriter position, I'm sure after taxes, she makes what? 500 a week, probably. I don't, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. Cause like, even at like Condé Nast, these, these entry level jobs you're making, it's like your salary is like 20 something thousand dollars a year. It's crazy. Yeah, no. I mean, like, I have a feeling that Goop might pay a little bit better than, like, regular, like, Condé Nast maybe, jobs. Maybe. Because it's, like, so, I mean, they probably make, honestly, more money than a lot of those magazines. Yeah, and there's only, like, 150 employees or something. Yeah. Also, I just, like, my eyes just uh, shifted left, and I saw that their product management director is named Ethan LaCroix. Heir to the LaCroix fortune. I get it's spelled like the same. Probably. They like shipped him out from Wisconsin. His, yeah. He's like the, the gay grandson of like the Wisconsin LaCroix uh, seltzer. Mobile. Yeah, he obviously is. Well, I mean, in my mind, um, that's an amazing name. I mean, everyone who works at Goop, I'm sure, is the product of some sort of nepotism. Dynasty. Uh, yeah, th- this whole article was my saddest just because of the amount of money (laughs) that these people have to spend to fit into their like corporate culture must be so intense yeah like just like that they're asking you to put more money into the company as a customer is just like kind of shady in general even if it's like you know even if it's all in good fun i don't know because any I mean, I guess it depends on the type of job, but I've I've had a, a few jobs where you you are, you know, asked to fit into to like a culture and you get like a little discount. Both I mean, my very first job uh in college and um out of college was working at anthropology yeah. for for nine dollars an hour. And even like I was lucky because like anthropology didn't sell men's clothes and they also earned owned urban outfitters and I got a 40% discount there. So at least I could like afford to buy, oh, that's, but actually yeah. you can't really afford to buy anything at $9 an hour. Yeah. Um, no, not really. even, even 40% discount is not enough. Yeah. Uh, and then thinking about working at this lifestyle brand where it's not just a, we sell clothes or, you know, we sell coffee or whatever. It's like, we sell something for every single aspect of your life and everything yeah. is ridiculously expensive and having to, I mean, having to be a like a walking billboard basically for the Goop brand is like sick. And then these people, Gwyneth or Elise or whatever, asking you to like write in the newsletter like how amazing it is to to use your paycheck to funnel it back into the company. It's like this is why capitalism is an evil, disgusting system. I know. I found it really, really and it's like I didn't mind the people who were like, I bought a nine dollar you know, dental floss or whatever. Like I bought a pair of Birkenstocks. Those are just things that I'm like, well, you know, a lot of people want Birkenstocks. Like if you get your Birkenstocks from Goop using your employee discount, okay. But it's like to to get a paycheck and to hand it, hand over, uh, over a thousand dollars to your employer is sickening. It's disgusting. And, and, And obviously for her, she didn't have to even give it a second thought. I mean, she's just like, I know I'm so extra. Oh my God. I know. I did like the other lady that bought a ring. She was like, I bought this ring, but I lost it in the ocean. (laughs) 
I know. And I, this is also another ring that I look at all the time and think about buying. I really Which like the pink. It's the pinky ring with your initial on it. And it's like kind of inexpensive. It's $118 and it comes and it's engraved. I mean, yeah. that's a pretty good deal, I think. That is a good deal. And then this lady gets a Goop discount. I, if, if anyone knows what the Goop discount is, please uh, DM us. I want to know. I, cause I think, yeah, and let us in on it. Yeah, seriously. Uh, except you would probably get fired. No, you wouldn't. You won't. We won't tell. They won't know. Because, um, yeah, the only, let's see, 40% I got at Anthro. And then when I worked at um, Grubhub, I got, because uh, I worked at, like, the, the corporate office at Grubhub in New York, um, which is, God, that was probably, like, the most evil job I had ever in my life. Mm-hmm. I got, like, 20% off del- Grubhub delivery, but only when I was at the office. Like, if I was doing it at home, I didn't get a discount. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I, um, I guess, I don't know. I guess I've never really had a job where I got like a good employee discount. I mean, oh, well, I worked at Starbucks, but I don't remember what it was there. That was pretty good. And then coffee shops, you should just get stuff free. Well, I got it free when I was working there, but like you have like a partner number. So like, if you go to another Starbucks, you you would, I think you would get it free there too. You'd give your partner number and it was free or really discounted or something. Um, but I didn't stay for very long at Starbucks. Yeah. Everyone should go and read this article just to see this sad state of affairs. I did like Sarah Carr, the associate editor talked about buying these, um, wide leg painter pants. And she says, the wider the leg, the goopier the gal, as they say. Psychotic. Did you say iconic or psychotic? I said psychotic. Oh, okay. Yeah. I said psychotic. Um, that is so messed up. I am not into that at all. No. But I Ooh. do want the signet ring with your initials on it, or you get your the first initial of your name. And it, like, I really want like a big ring to wear on my middle finger. That's like my new thing that I'm obsessed with. Well, you should go to the beach and maybe you'll find... Um... Well, that's a pinky ring. Oh. <laughs> I'll go to Catalina and go fucking scuba diving. Oh, and her name's her. Alyssa. So if it's just her first name, she would, yeah, you could wear it. It's out there somewhere waiting for me. Um, imagine I'm if you go to Catalina, <laughs> you go to Catalina, you look for this ring and you die just like Natalie would. Yeah. Like looking for a, for a ring with my initial. Yeah. Good way to go. Uh, okay, what would you try? Oh, you said, um, oh, I would try just like Gerda's routine, especially that she like built her like her beauty routine from her diet, which I believe in firmly. So I'm impressed with that. That's smart. I mean, you you can really tell when someone someone has like someone just like isn't aging. Yeah, Uh, I do want to try that the goop jeans eye cream. I never do an eye cream, and for some reason, it's um. I hate eye cream. I'm opposed, morally opposed to it. I don't believe in it. But my real try is something that Caitlin O'Malley talks about in her article, Six Things That Brought Me Joy This Summer in partnership with our friends at Lara Bar. Uh-huh. And so number one is not what I would try. It's, guess what? Eating a Lara Bar. Okay. Uh, but number three is called Feed the People. And Caitlin volunteers for this group called Homey Home Dash Y Made Meals, 
which is an LA-based network that gives people the opportunity to cook or deliver homemade meals to LA's unhoused community, uh, especially people who have been displaced by the COVID-19 pandemic. And so- Oh, I would love to do that. Yeah, Caitlin, she makes these little like bag lunches for people. And then I think you can also volunteer to deliver them or someone else can come pick them up and uh, and deliver them to people in need. But um, yeah, she says- I finally felt like there was a use for my skill set that I could actually help. Uh, and so she cooks, she says she's done it for a few weeks and she will continue to do it in the fall. Um, I follow her on Instagram. So I've seen her make these little lunches and it just seems like a great organization. So there's a, there's a link to it. If um, you can either fill out a thing to volunteer or, or donate to them as well. Yeah, that reminds me of my when I was in high school. I volunteered at Project Angel Food, Marion Williamson. Oh yeah, um, charity, and it was like we would make, like, I like worked in a kitchen and would like cook food for people. That I mean, and I think this is like that. Except you're doing it at home. I do the one thing I because I thought maybe it would be like they have all these donations of raw ingredients and then you pick up the ingredients and cook them. I don't really, I didn't really understand if that was the case or if you have to go to the store and just use your own money to buy the ingredients, but I'm sure they will be able to answer any questions you have. I think it's a cool idea. I mean, I'm always looking for like new ways to help out. For sure. Uh, what would you buy? Okay. I would buy, let's, Here's one for Jean, the gold, the gold sculpting bar. Mm. Um, it kind of looks like an IUD. It's like a big gold thing you put on your face and it like vibrates or something and it like takes away your fine lines and wrinkles. And it's really an example of like the brilliance of Jean. Um, just like her incredible beauty writing because this is a piece about this brand that I'm like kind of interested in that I talked about last week called like say, say, S A I E. And they're selling eyelash curlers that like go with mascara and it's like a kit you can buy. And she's like answering this like long question about eyelash curlers. And it's like, okay, but like eyelash curler and mascara, it's not like this revolutionary thing. So she's like talking about it. And then she's like, gives this throwaway line about like something, something that happened. But of course that was before I had my Jillian Dempsey um, gold roller. Anyway, back to this. And it's like, you're like, wait a second now. So she's like telling you about like why this is the best um, eyelash curler. But in the middle of it, she's like, but the real thing I use is this secretive gold roller that costs $195 and you and it really takes away your under eye bags and it's like that's what I need and now I'm like obsessed with it which I had never even really thought about it before I was like oh this is just another piece of bullshit that they're selling and now I'm like I've got to get this roller because Jean uses it and in that uh the first thing I bought on Goop article so many of the women are like oh I definitely just buy whatever Jean tells me to Jean is just so persuasive. I mean, like she's a genius at her job. She really is. Uh, she's that, so good. That's so smart to do like like a Russian nesting doll of beauty writing where you're talking about a different product and then drop the name of another product in the copy. Yes. Amazing. I mean, I and I can't stop thinking about it. 
I remember when they came out with this, there was like a little video where the lady was rolling herself with the gold roller. It does sound nice. I, yeah, I've got to get, I have to start rolling some shit on my face because it, it needs to be rolled. Yeah, <laughs> they have that, like that rose quartz one that's only $45 or something. But which... this one, so that one, like you, is an actual roller. This one, does this roll or does it like, I thought this Vi like- I think it vibrates. I, yeah, it's, I think there's a battery in there or something. She called it a roller. They, the official name is Sculpting Bar. Yeah, it's a vibrating T-bar for lifting and sculpting the face. That does sound extremely luxurious. Yeah, maybe I'll buy this shit. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, okay, what would I buy? Oh, well, so now, as everyone knows who listened to last week, uh, we are a one-car household. Yes. <laughs> um, for the time being. So I'm like, I sort of want to get a bike again. Oh, my God, Ryan, you should do it. I, I had a bike when I moved to L.A., and... It got stolen probably less than a year after I lived here. Uh, and I haven't had one since then. And I, I definitely would never be the type of person to like bike on busy streets that is asking for death. Uh -huh. But because I, I live so close to the LA river bike, like um, bike path and my neighborhood is like pretty low density and low traffic. I don't know. I'm sort of, I'm sort of tempted to to get one and 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 like bike places sometimes. Oh my god, Brian, you should do it. That would be so great. And you love to walk, so now I, it's like I do love to walk, and I I do actually really love to bike when I do it regularly. Um, so the one on Goop is an electric bike that costs three thousand dollars from need all that. Blue Jay bicycles. No, I definitely don't need all that. I think you I, could just get a bike. I have heard that during this pandemic, it's actually tough to get a bike. Like they're they're all sort of on back order right now because they're so popular. Really? Why are they more popular than the pandemic? I think people are just doing less commuting. And so people are, I don't know, like they're wanting to get out of the house and they don't necessarily need to go just in the car. Yeah, do. I think it's just something to do. Uh, yeah. But you can get like a pretty good bike for just street riding for a few hundred bucks, I think. For sure. Um, so when it cools down, I don't want to do it in 100, 100 degree weather, but uh, yeah. And there's, I think there's like a bike store close to my house too. I have to check it out. Yeah. Even um, John said he was interested in buying a bike, which was surprising she to buys. me. She got bikes. That would be so cute. I know. I don't know how to ride a bike, so. You never learned? No. Wow. And then as an adult, it's been really hard. I've tried to learn several times and I can't do it. It does seem like something that is much easier to learn when you're little. And I mean, you're not as afraid of like getting hurt. Yeah. And I mean, it is just like balance. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's obviously the cliche is like, once you learn how to ride a bike, you don't forget. But uh, it's, yeah, it's true. You just sort of don't think about it. Mm. well must be nice Never you could get training wheels i thought about that they must have adult training wheels yeah and i'm like there must be a way to spin it as like twee and hipster for sure like manic pixie dream girl type situation <laughs> although i'm more of a manic pixie dream woman at this point um but i could still maybe like 
maybe if I'm going really fast on my bike, they'll be like, who's that twee 19 year old? <laughs> if I'm really, really speeding. Uh, yeah. And I, I have no interest in these bird or lime scooters that I see. Um, that oh, also they're s- everywhere. That also sounds like a death wish. I know. And people are like back on them constantly. I mean, and I feel like people are just like taking them on the sidewalk and like plowing straight through crowds of people and just oh, yeah. like have to like dodge to get away from, get around them. It's like Tiananmen Square. It's insanity. It is. <laughs> uh, anything else? I think we did it. I think we really covered Goop and all of the Goop adjacent news. I think week. we did. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, yeah. I did, and I've never done it before, but when we post our bonus pods, I posted a little teaser on the main feed um, to get your, you know, senses. Yeah, we have a really fun one right now about, the, about the secret dare to dream with katie holmes it's really good honestly you guys should rent it but it costs 20 dollars. so don't you can just like join our patreon and like listen to it for free or not the movie listen to our description of it yeah, so you it's like you save 15 dollars, really four full months of our patreon for the cost of one katie holmes movie i mean that's uh, crazy we've already gotten a couple of new patrons after i posted it so thank you so much um, thank you people who've joined uh yeah go to patreon.com slash goop yourself you can join for either five dollars a month and get um all of our bonus content or just one dollar a month and get our fun newsletter that will be coming out um shortly yes and everyone can go to our teespring store and buy our shirt that Gwyneth Paltrow herself wore along with Jean, Megan and whoever else absolutely uh we need to we should like design some new merch i think i think so too yeah Yeah. let's make new merch but i also like our old merch I do. Yeah, we wouldn't discontinue our old merch. We would Never. just add new stuff to it. Um, uh, yeah, and then go on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the podcast. Give us a nice review. Give us a five-star rating. That will help other people find the pod. Tell your friends. And we will be back next week. Talk to you later. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. <laughs> 